The Fed's favourite measure of inflation landed softly in October, leaving it on track to start cutting US rates from the middle of next year. But inflation is weakening much faster in Europe. That's coming up in our five things in five minutes. And then in part two of our bonus deep dive interview, ANZ's head of G3 Economics, Brian Martin, explains why he thinks bond markets may be celebrating a soft landing just a bit too much. The market's completely forgetting about higher for longer and that guidance that the Fed has given us. And is now actually fully pricing the first rate cut from the FOMC for May next year. I personally think that's too early. But first in 5 and 5 with ANZ, global markets are consolidating this morning, digesting a stronger view that the Fed can land the US economy softly and be able to start cutting rates possibly as early as May next year. The S&P 500 and NASDAQ were mixed around their closing levels this morning. The US two-year yield rose six basis points to 4.71%, and the 10-year was also up six basis points to 4.33%. Both are settling down after strong rallies over the last month, where prices of bonds have risen sharply, and that has dragged interest rates down. Remember, bond prices move in the opposite direction to yields. That's dragging on the US dollar, so we saw the Aussie and Kiwi dollars firm last night. At around 5am Sydney Melbourne time, the Aussie is at 66.06 US cents, try saying that as a New Zealander, and 61.54 US cents respectively. Gold was down a touch at $2,000 US and 41 an ounce, and oil fell nearly 2% to $76.53 US for West Texas Intermediate. Number two, the Fed's preferred measure of inflation came in a bit softer than the Fed expected overnight, which reinforced those hopes of a soft landing that can allow the Fed to cut rates from the middle of next year. ANZ's head of G3 Economics, Brian Martin, says from London that core monthly inflation in the US has halved since the start of the year to 0.2% in the last three months. The Fed will be really happy that that's happening. And whilst they're not going to take their foot off the pedal and cut interest rates anytime soon, I think they will be assured now that the level of interest rates is appropriately restrictive. Number three, European area inflation figures overnight were even weaker. Annual inflation fell to 2.4% in November from 2.9% the previous month and was below market expectations for around 2.7%. Brian says that's encouraging some to believe that ECB can start cutting rates as soon as next Easter. My assessment is that the ECB need to be quite careful that they do not tip the economy back into deflation. If you look at the three-month annualised rate of services inflation, which is about 44% of the inflation basket in Europe, that's now running at minus 0.6% month on month. That's the component of inflation that's supposed to be sticky. So it's coming down very fast, and it would suggest that there is no wage price spiral for the ECB to concern about. So I think what the inflation data are telling us in Europe is that the ECB is going to be the first major central bank to start cutting interest rates. And I think that that cut is probably going to come around Easter. Number four, the Bank of Korea held its cash rate at 3.5% yesterday and still has a hawkish bias. But ANZ Asia economist Crystal Tan says the bank has softened its tone somewhat. 
Inflation looks like it's going to return to a slowing trend. At the same time, the economy seems to be regaining a firm footing. So this combination does allow for Bank of Korea to keep its policy rate on hold rather than hike rates further. Number five, New Zealand business confidence surged again in November as certainty builds about what a new centre-right government looks like and what it might do. ANZ's survey of business confidence in New Zealand in November showed improvements in both confidence about the wider economy and firms' own activity. Here's ANZ New Zealand senior economist Miles Workman. There is a growing expectation out there that perhaps we are through the worst of it in terms of that squeeze that uh, both households and businesses are facing from higher interest rates. We would caution a little bit against that because, of course, if the economy does re-accelerate prematurely and if that poses upside risks to the inflation outlook, then, of course, the Reserve Bank is going to have to respond. ANZ's Miles Workman there. Now, in part two of our bonus deep dive interview, I asked ANZ's head of G3 Economics, Brian Martin, if political uncertainty next year could upend the US soft landing story. And also where the markets have gotten ahead of themselves a bit. If you were to get quite extreme policy articulations from any of the presidential candidates that could unsettle business and consumer confidence and firms into a much more cautionary uh, behaviour, which could precipitate a sharp landing in economic activity. But the data doesn't support that's going to happen. And what we've seen to date uh, from the candidates, it doesn't seem that that's going to be an outcome either. In the 16 presidential elections since 1960, the economy has been in recession on only three times. Uh, That was 1960, 1980 and 2008. So most of the time the economy isn't in recessions uh, during election years. And uh, whilst we are expecting the economy to decelerate this year, and as I said earlier, that we cannot rule out a brief period of very shallow economic contraction, our average GDP growth forecast for next year is 1.1%. And that is not really signalling a deep or difficult recessionary climate any downturn is going to be very shallow. So I would call it a soft landing, call it a bumpy landing, but I don't think it's going to be a hard landing. And uh, one of the strong reactions uh, to this idea of a soft landing has been in the uh, bond markets and stock markets somewhat. Uh, Do you think that the markets might be front-running, getting a bit ahead of itself in terms of when it expects the Fed to start cutting interest rates because at the moment the market's suggesting you know it could even be in the first half next year. What what do you think? I think the market is getting a bit ahead of itself. We saw bond markets sell off very aggressively up until the end of October. Uh, since the Fed left interest rates unchanged on the 1st of November, we felt some subsequently softer economic data in terms of the labour market and inflation. And that's just fueled a massive rally in the bond market. So not only have short positions been cut out, but uh, as the markets rallied, uh, many investors have felt the need to get on board the rally uh, for fear of missing out. That is continuing to be the case. And what we're seeing now is expectations for when the Fed will begin its cutting cycle uh, shorten. The market's completely forgetting about higher for longer and that guidance that the Fed has given us. And it's now actually fully pricing the first rate cut from the FOMC for May next year. I personally think that's too early. We are seeing an improvement in inflation and we are expecting the economy to slow down. 
But I think the market pricing is much too soon. And the reasons for that is goods inflation has come down. That's on a core basis about 20% of uh, core inflation in the United States. That's inflation excluding food and energy. And that's running around zero. Uh, but when you look at shelter inflation, which is 35% of the CPI, that's still running at 6.5% year on year. Now, if you extrapolate recent data, it is going to come down and will come down to pre-pandemic levels. It's not going to do so in the next few months. And the Fed need to see annual rates of that really converge in pre-pandemic levels. And I think that's pointing much more towards the middle of next year, at the earliest where the Fed could begin to cut interest rates. We've actually got Q3 penciled in. And finally, the third bucket of inflation, that's super core inflation, services inflation, like shelter. That's coming down, but it tends to be quite volatile on a monthly basis. And it's still significantly nearly twice the level of target inflation from the Fed. It's 3.8%. The Fed is looking for 2% inflation. Again, I expect it to fall further, but again, it's going to take time. And the Fed's mandate is to deliver inflation an average of 2% year on year. ANZ's Brian Martin there. I'm Bernard Hickey. That was 5 and 5 with ANZ for Friday, December the 1st. Have a great weekend. This podcast contains general information only, not investment advice. You should obtain advice for your personal circumstances before making any investment decisions. Please view the podcast disclaimer available via your media player or email.